You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ISA on Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Paul Bonds are with you and alongside Adam Cooney who's over there in Melbourne, but uh, still making a good deal of it here out of his bedroom. Going well, aren't you, <laughs> Just chipping away, Just Bonds. chipping Just away, chipping as away. You are. I think this is my, it's my, my last show, as I mentioned earlier, so it'll be a, a touch of sadness uh, when I hang up the mic tonight. Yes, well, we'll have a bit of a chat about that afterwards. Uh, but we've got a big guest, and we, this is a big man. He is a big man with a big arm, and he's brought to us by Tyre Power. Think safety this February. Get your five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. From the Adelaide Giants and from the Australian baseball team now, it's Todd Van Steensel, uh, pitcher extraordinaire. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA, Todd. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Now, first question I've got for you, um, are the Claxton Shield celebrations still going? <laughs> I'm still riding that high, but I think because uh, some people have had to go back to work, they've had to turn it down a bit. <laughs> so you, you just keep going and uh, just keep raising a glass to that beautiful shield. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm enjoying this high for as long as I can, that's for sure. Well, you were the man. The, the ball was on your arm. I saw some wild celebrations on your Instagram just before having a, a little flick through about that final pitch. Just talk us through it and the moments leading up to that. I, it's pretty wild. People have asked me about it. And because I've thought about it so much in my entire life, you know, getting that last out in the Collection Shield final, it felt like I'd been there before. So it was just like reliving a dream that I've just had to been lucky enough to actually live through. What about, was there anything that sticks in your mind about that game? Is there one moment? Is it, is it that last pitch or is there anything else that sticks in your mind about that game in particular? I'll have to, it goes down to the catcher, Kirion, Anthony Kirion. In the, uh, in the eighth inning, we're up by one and a ball hit to right field and he went first to home and he was like, he could probably outrun Usain Bolt that he was going that quick and that just sticks in my mind. And then in the ninth inning, he made an unbelievable catch that set the tone to uh, pretty much, you know, put us in the driver's seat. Could be the best catch I've ever seen on a baseball field, regardless of whether it's major league or whatever. It was an unbelievable catch running uh, towards the opposition bunker, and uh, it was amazing. Backhanded, sliding, out of control. Uh, it was amazing. I agree, and I got, I got a front row seat to it. So uh, you only imagine my excitement when I saw him catch it. <laughs> Uh, it was awesome. So um, we uh, we caught up with the GM. May have been the day after when all the players had gathered at the pub. There was uh, some rowdy characters in the background. I'm assuming that you were one of those characters. How how long? And you mentioned you're still rolling. Some some of the guys had to go back to work. But um, the, the 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 first sort of two or three days after, I am assuming, are the most enjoyable. After you win a championship, my chosen sport, unfortunately, never got there. So uh, just the, the the feeling and the group, the camaraderie. Um, tell us about just the, the couple of days after the game? Uh, it was kind of weird because guys actually had to fly back to the US and fly back home so we had to 
make the most of our short time together. So we got together on the Monday, got together on the Tuesday, got together on the Wednesday, had our celebrations and said our goodbyes. Well, you spent yeah. some time with the Phillies and the Twins organisations. Tell us a little bit about your experience playing ball in the States. Uh, it's, it's a lot different to uh, playing baseball in Australia, that's for sure. We play on the field six, seven days a week. We might get two, three days off uh, during the month. And it's honestly, it's a grind. It's a more of a mental grind than a physical grind. And, you know, I was lucky enough to do it for about seven, eight years. What did they? What, what was some of the, the feedback about your game as to why you didn't quite get to the majors? I never got a real answer from it. And sometimes you don't want to find out the answer because <laughs> they're always not exactly honest with you when they, they tell you they blow smoke up your backside for lack of a better word (laughs) yeah okay so yeah yeah, you feel like you you didn't uh, quite get the feedback that you needed to improve that's that's sort of disappointing how did you get into the game growing up as a kid i mean um traditional pathways in australia are uh football uh and more football and football and a little bit of soccer thrown in there but how, how did you get into the game growing up and what was your pathway through but funnily enough, I'd never heard of baseball before, no idea. And uh, my parents wanted my brother to play a summer sport. And his soccer teammate said, hey, come play baseball. Mom and dad said, hey, Todd, you want to play? And I said, no, what's baseball? So they left me out of it. <laughs> then I went to my brother's practice and saw the uniform. And I was like, I want that. And then mom and dad were like, well, you have to play. So I started playing because I like the uniform. <laughs> All right, speaking of uniforms, I gotta, I, I, I'm going to ask this question. I've been hanging on this question for a while and I was – when we knew we were going to speak to you, I couldn't wait. Um, Todd, I want to ask you about your pants. Because baseball, you basically, well, well, basically they're shorts. And this has changed from baseball. They've, they've gone to below the knee to the full length. And yours are now basically shorts with very long socks. You could call them stockings. Uh, what, is this just a fashion statement or is it a comfort thing for you? It's, it's more of a comfort thing. I'm very particular on how I wear my uniform and how I like to feel on the field. The, uh, the feedback hasn't been all that great on the shorts, but I like to tell people, at least you don't have to wear them. So, you know, and I've actually got a no. few guys on the Giants wearing baseball shorts now too. Yeah, I like it. I think you're setting a new trend and it'll catch on. It's a bit like Crocs. No one thought Crocs were cool when they were first invented. And now everyone's wearing Crocs. So I think you're starting something new and I like it. Hey, what, are your, what are your plans for next year? Are you staying at the Giants? You want to go back to back? What's the future got in store for you? Yeah, I'll be back at the Giants. It's going to be a bit weird heading into spring training, having the defending champions tag on our back, but we're looking forward to going back-to-back and defending it. Now, you've just come off a exhibition uh, game, over, or a couple of games over the weekend against uh, Korean powerhouse, the Doosan Bears. Uh, how'd you go over the weekend? I actually uh, didn't get to go play in it. There was a bit of a miscommunication, uh-huh. and I couldn't head down to Sydney, but I watched the games on the stream, and you know the boys that played in it were pretty competitive. So that was that going to be a warm-up to before you jet off to Japan? For, to yeah, I'll be part of that. Be, yeah, a good chance to face some really good hitters, but it just wasn't meant to be. Right. Okay. Well, you do have that the big tournament coming up, the World Baseball Classic. You're uh, you've got a, uh, some pretty handy opposition in your group. Uh, when do you all get together? When do you take off uh, as a side? You've you know, some pretty familiar faces in too, with about half the team is uh, Adelaide Giants players and a couple of coaches thrown in there as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're not going to have to look too far to find a friend, but um. We leave Wednesday morning, we fly to Singapore, and then Singapore to Tokyo, and then it's pretty much a full-on schedule after that. 
What about the uh, the group you're in, the World Baseball Classic? Uh, is it a considered a tough group? Who are the teams in your group that you need to beat to go to the next step in the tournament? Well, the powerhouses in our group are obviously Japan and Korea. They've been ranked in the top five of the world for the last few years. Yep. So they're going to be our big opposition. You know, China are going to look up to uh, rebound better from the 2017 WBC. And the Czech Republic, uh, you know, it's their first tournament, so they're going to, you know, really try and put on a show. So I'm going to put down wins uh, against the Czech Republic. I'm going to say you'll beat China pretty comfortably. And then you've got to – do you have to take the scalp of either Korea or Japan to progress through? Yeah, that, that's really going to be it. It's going to who, who comes down to win, winning those games to see who advances. You know, we think we might just have to win one of them to advance, but if we win both, it'll make life a lot easier for us. So do you just play each team once in your group and then progress yeah, on to the next stage? That's correct. You've got to finish top two in the group, play each team once. Yeah. And there'll be a, a fair crowd, I would say, being in Tokyo and the, the number one ranked team in the world, the Japanese. Uh, could be 50,000 plus. Are you looking forward to playing in front of a big crowd like that? Yeah, people always uh, worry to get nervous pitching in front of those big crowds, but I think it's going to be a bit more nerve-wracking when you pitch in front of 100 people when we play against Czech Republic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is it going to go from maybe 50,000 to 1,000? Is that what you're thinking when you're playing against the Czech yeah, Republic? It's, it's going to look like a ghost town in that stadium when we play Czech Republic. Wow. <laughs> I think that's going to be a bit more nerve-wracking than 50,000 people. So is there, how does there, is there like team motivation then? It's about getting off the bench and helping your team. It's just uh, doing what's called of you when your name's been uh, yeah. you know, called out. Just step up when it's your turn and, you know, do your best, basically. And, uh, well, as we mentioned, you've got about half the team that are Adelaide Giants. So there's some familiar faces in there. But are there a few in your side or maybe some others that will assemble in the group that you're maybe not looking forward to hanging out with too much? Who's the who's going to be the pest on the team that just annoys everyone over there? Uh, you're definitely not going to get me to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not falling into that trap. <laughs> I thought you might have gone with Geordie McArdle or someone. <laughs> Too much uh, respect. Okay. Uh, what about okay. you moving over? Oh, you were going to you were going to dob someone in then, weren't you? Yeah, you yeah, got to give us one. I, can, I think I can say Rickson. Okay. Rickson Wingrove. Yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> I think most would agree with you there. Rickson's uh, just yeah. Kind of, a bit, yeah, can be a bit annoying at times, I'm sure. Well, we all can. <laughs> um, now, before we let you go, uh, you're obviously wearing the green and gold. How much pride does that fill you with? Mate, every time I get to put it on, it never gets old, you know. Every time these teams get named, it's always exciting seeing your name called out. So you never take something like this for granted. All right. Look, wear those shorts with pride and yes. uh, the green and gold with pride, and I'm sure you'll have a great tournament and hopefully get through the next round and and uh, uh, go well and go well to all your Giants teammates as well. Thanks, mate. Todd Van Steensel uh, from the Adelaide Giants, the Claxton Shield winning Adelaide Giants, and he's off to play for Australia in the World Baseball Classic with every country, basically the top countries around the world. And the tournament starts in Japan and then finishes in Florida, Coons. Nice. Mm. So it's a little bit of travel for the, the lads as well. And I guarantee you that the uh, Todd Van Steensel shant, we'll call them, which is a half short, half pant, <laughs> will catch on after this tournament and everyone will be wearing it around the world soon. You've sort of got some on now, haven't you? You've gone. Oh, little... yeah. Well, I, I don't have any shants on. <laughs>
uh, he's a he's such a powerful man, and he's got a unique Big style. Unit. You would have seen. He he points the elbow at the batter, tucks the glove yeah. under his arm, yeah, points like the elbow it. at the batter, and. He's uh, a unique style. He's a big man, but he throws a you know big man and throws hundred miles an hour. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be. Uh, wouldn't want to be facing up to that. No, not at all.